Angie and Janelle podcast, your daily mood booster. Ottawa's Move 100. Well, 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 back to work, everybody. Good morning, Angie. Good morning, Janelle. Morning. Good morning. Morning to all those of you listening to us on the iHeartRadio app, on your smart speaker, and driving in on the old car radio on this Tuesday morning. Yes, 2023. Wow. We did it. We did it. We all did it. And you know what? A lot of people will still be on vacation this week simply because they don't have childcare. Yes. And this is such a weird year for the kiddos because they're still off for another week. It just seems so bizarre to me. No. No. Oh, I thought that was something uh, that parents like voted on a while ago. Okay. But don't kids normally get two weeks off at Christmas? They do. But usually it's the week leading up to Uh, and the week between Christmas and New Year's. That's historically been what they've right. always gotten but now it's been the pushback so now it's like it seems weird where everyone's getting back to the grind you yeah. know you have your mind in this headspace of like new year's just happened and we got to get back at it now and it's just still sloth mode at home <laughs> yeah the kids will be asleep till two o'clock this afternoon exactly so uh, one more week some some families will have off but Stu, you're back today i am after a six-week break i took some time off for mental health which i desperately needed what I didn't realize is that my kids, uh, I thought they were more resilient than they actually are, but the kids have been through hell the last last seven years, but specifically, specifically the last two years in this house, it's been a nightmare. Uh, despite what I've tried to put on, the brave face, it's been hell behind the scenes. So I just decided, okay, I'm going to give up work. I'm going to take a mental health break. I'm not going to go on Twitter. I'm just going to focus on the people that matter, and th- those are my kids. My kids have been through hell, and I love my kids dearly, and I never want anything bad to happen to my kids. Uh, but they've been through a rough – we've all been through a rough time in the last two years. Mm-hmm. But I took the time that I needed to fix my brain. Uh, was Everything else was fixed, but my brain needed to be rewired, and it's almost there. Well, I think that was the number one question with, you know, do you taking so much time off? People were like, well, is his – Health, health okay. Well, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So your physical health, yeah. you can confirm, is fine. Yeah, I'm, I'm a, fat, a fatty guy now because I'm <laughs> a lot of weight. You but, eat too many chips, but yeah, the mental but health. mental health is just as important, and that needed a fix. So mm-hmm. uh, are you able to report that after six weeks, that that was able to uh, fix some areas? I, I wouldn't have come back if it wasn't really fixed. Yeah, that's good. Honestly, good. Like, I've talked to my, my psychiatrist, I talked to Manulife, I talked to Bell, and you can say whatever you want about this company, but when it comes to mental health, they don't piss, piss around. They don't mess around. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. take mental health seriously, and I'm a product of that. So, so Well, and you made a good point that, like, you know, despite what's on social media, yeah. it yeah. was a firestorm behind the scenes because everybody sees everybody shiny, happy family photos and their parties and their celebrations. It's a highlight reel of your life. And yeah. I think that we can get mm-hmm. really caught up in that and it can get depressing at times because you just scroll through and people then think everybody else's life is better than mine you know but it just goes to show you that it's not all pretty pictures and fun family times always and and you shouldn't be ashamed to ask for help and you know Mm -hmm. if you have questions you can email me you can dm me and say what did you do and i'll tell people what i did Mm -hmm. i'll be i'm very open about my health struggles and if anybody wants to know uh Send me a message. Yeah. I mean, you you mentioned that, you know, obviously after not one but two major battles that you suffered through, and in case anybody's tuning in for the very first time, <laughs> Stunhands too has recovered from cancer not once but twice. But um, it's a very real thing for people who have been through a life-saving battle like that 
to suffer PTSD. Yeah. yeah, and I've had a lot of PTSD. I mean, nothing compared to Army workers or anybody in the uh, emergency services, but it's different for me. Like, walking into the hospital, for me, is, is a bit of a train wreck. I've, I, have, I have a buddy who's in the hospital right now dealing with uh, leukemia, so I voluntarily went and, went and saw him. And for me, that kind of felt good. Uh, getting over that battle, like walking into the hospital, going mm. and seeing him, going and see, mm-hmm. seeing him in his room. That is, is good food for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, I'm back and I'm, I have a brand new useless fact coming up soon. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> when you think useless, think of Stu. Hey, everybody, welcome. Welcome. It's Stuntman Stu's useless fact of the day on Move 100. Oh, how I missed this segment. We currently have 20 members in the Hall of Fame, including my mother. <laughs> who finally got in. She was texting me last night. She said, Am I still in the Hall of Fame? Yes, you are. Uh, do you know what uh, humans and elephants have in common? Good mm, memory. I couldn't imagine what it could be, <laughs> to know. be honest. During the average person's lifetime, we'll eat about 60,000 pounds of food, which is roughly the, equate, uh, the weight of about six elephants. Oh, my gosh. Oh. That makes me feel... Did you factor in Christmas? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Wow. Okay. We the we eat the weight of six elephants in our yeah. life is what you're saying. Correct. In food. Oh my gosh. Imagine just seeing that big pile of food. Yeah, no thanks. That's like <laughs> as big as an elephant. Yeah. Oh. Remember in the 80s when Oprah lost all her weight and she brought that uh, big... Uh, it's like a wagon full wheelba- of... Wheelbarrow full fat. Of fat. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Nasty. Oh, yeah. All right, how do you rate that fact mm. from 1 to 10, 1 being the worst fact you've ever heard, the 10 being the most awesome 2023 fact you've ever heard? Well, I feel like you're shaming me after this last two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, Angie? I will give, I'll remember that. That's kind of gross. Uh, I'm going to give you uh, an 8.5. Thank you very much. Janelle? A 7.5. There we go. Okay. Uh, to the stores we go. Bitterman chiming in with a 10, and he says, cool. Cool. Welcome back, Stu, from Sassy Kathy and Manawit, giving you uh, respectively a 9 and an 8.5. Oh, thank fa- you very much. Hall of Famer's ghostwriter and his dad, the, uh, his dad, Pierre, the dehydrated Frenchman. 10 from them. They say, welcome back, buddy. Thank you. Uh, Stuart's number one favorite fan is neurotic mama gives him a 10. Mm-hmm. Mm, Turtley Sharon says, welcome back. Some eat even more than that. She's very confident in that. <laughs> yeah, uh, speaking of eating more than that, I think my teenage son eats more than that with his black hole stomach, says Diva Clow, giving yeah. it an 8.5 this morning. Yeah, my teenage son can eat his, his weight. Mm-hmm. Uh, as to the useless fact, I'll give it an 8. Welcome back, Stu. Oh, you read that one, I think. I'm like, they're coming in so fast. I don't know which uh, great, to have you, uh, great to have you back, Stu. Eight out of ten. However, I felt I, I feel that I ate as, as much as that elephant between the holidays from mm-hmm. Rob. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think we all do. Thanks for feeling making us feel that way. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Well, Monday Night Football took a turn for the worse last night as many fans watched in horror at the field watching Buffalo Bills safety DeMar Hamlin collapse after making a tackle, got up, fell back down to the turf and suffered a cardiac arrest during the first quarter of the game against the Cincinnati Bengals. And they were administering CPR right on the field 
in the middle of the game as everyone watched. Like oh, for gosh. a very long time. In horror, yeah, yeah. Not knowing if you were going to see a young man, 24 years of age, lose his life on that field. Mm-hmm. It did not look good. Both teams were visibly shaken. Some players were crying. Um, so they finally postponed the game at about 10 o'clock last night. Uh, the latest update, and we don't have much more, they're going to be giving another update today, is that um, he is sedated. He is in critical condition. Uh, they were able to restart his heart, but um, the sedation is because they had to administer a breathing tube. Oh. And oh. Uh, he is just, as they say, still in critical condition right now. So, Yeah, smart move by uh, postponing the game. Oh, gosh, yeah. How can you go back out yeah. and run back out and complete another play after that? Yeah. That's just, there's no way. And I don't know about, I mean, many of you are probably the same. I cannot stop looking for updates and wondering what is going on with Jeremy Renner. This mm-hmm. Incident that happened over the holidays, this horrifying incident. So he had been posting regular updates on Instagram. He's a local from the Nevada area, and he has this huge snow clearing machine, and he'd been making the kids a sledding hill. And he's like, yeah, Nevada snowstorms are no joke. And they got a huge dumping of snow. And he In doesn't, Nevada? Nevada, yeah. But they don't have uh, just like a, like a like a snowblower like we would have, you yeah. know, for our little subdivision driveways. He has a snowcat. It's a giant machine yeah. with like those long belt, you know, yeah. rotators yeah. and the whole thing. And somehow, and they still have no idea how it happened, that thing ended up on top of him. Yeah. Ugh. And rolled on top of his leg. Luckily, there happened to be a doctor neighbor that was able to put on a tourniquet and like keep the loss of blood from being, you know, life uh, threatening, but he is in stable condition as well. Critical condition uh, apparently has now undergone surgery. Uh, So they say in addition to those leg injuries that we've been hearing about, there was also blunt chest trauma. Oh, so not only did it affect his leg, but it was on top of his chest, too. So, um, yeah. So, again, waiting for more updates. He's still in intensive care with the family by his side. Airlifted to hospital. That's awful. Awful. It's horrible. And that's what's trending. Brought to you by the Donnelly Automotive Group. Stuff and Stu, Angie and Janelle. I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Ottawa's Move 100. Well, how did you ring in the new year and did you even make it to midnight? I far surpassed my expectations of New Year's and I think this might have actually been the year that I stayed up the absolute latest I've ever in my life. Wow. In your 30s, no less. Like, you think you would have had that beat when you were, like, 20. No, beat it in my 30s, and Mm. I I think I might have stayed up the latest out of everyone here. Well, certainly Uh, in this crew. (laughs) I have have an issue about New Year's Eve to begin with, because I think CNN was, I think New York City was off by a minute, because it was midnight on my my Apple phone, which is never wrong, and I'm looking at the TV, it's like, why is the ball not dropped? (laughs) <laughs> I, I know you're right. We had the exact same scenario at the place of, we were watching it as well. So it's not just me. It was like 30 or 45 seconds late. We were all like, oh, our phones yeah. all say that it's uh, midnight, but uh, they were still dropping the ball. That's so weird. <laughs> Somebody's going to get in trouble for that. Yeah, you I can't miss the actual midnight countdown. And I mean, your cell phone doesn't lie. Like that's no. satellite yeah. time. And yeah. you've got a bazillion people in Times Square mm-hmm. waiting to see that ball come down and they're all holding up their phones going, hello. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the ball? But you actually uh, made it to midnight then, Stu. I, I, I did. And I texted you guys a uh, happy new year and janelle actually wrote back you're actually up yeah i was <laughs> shocked to be honest 
shocked uh, and awe. I normally I normally go to bed at eight o'clock. We were at a friend's house as, as we've done for the last six years, and I was ready to fall asleep at eight thirty. Like I'm done. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting on the couch. I've had enough food. I'm I'm fat. I'm full. I'm 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 not drunk, but I'm just tired. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at the clock. I got another three and a half hours to go. Like I'm I'm not going to make it. I texted my wife. I said she was sitting next to me on the couch. I'm like, can we go? She's like, you can't go. <laughs> it's eight thirty, Stuart, on I New said, Year's Eve. I said I'll, I'll slip out and I'll come back at like eleven thirty. She's like, you won't come back. No. Yeah. So I stuck it out with our friends and uh, made it till one o four a.m. One o four. Yes. Hey. Do I even know you anymore? Far exceeded even just minute. I'm surprised you didn't dip right away. Way. <laughs> no, I wanted to, but my wife said no. So I was actually up later than you. So I beat Stu. I know Janelle's already going to beat me. I know that. Yeah. But I was up till 3 a.m. Okay. Uh-huh. And there was actually a couple nights over the holidays that we were at various parties with friends. And I definitely saw 3, 3.30 a.m. Like, I don't know who I am. <laughs> That's like almost the time I get up for work. Right? Yeah. But we had a blast. We went to friend's pizza place in Manatic. If you know Pizza Alantica, it's the best. Yeah, and we were in the kitchen in the back making our own wood-fired pizzas. And we had a like just a great time with some really great people. Met like a whole bunch of new people there that night. But then we went party hopping and then left that one and went to another party. <laughs> but yeah, so then ended up staying at the second place till like three a.m. And um, uh, how'd you feel the next day? Very tired, <laughs> very tired. But my son was also up late with us till three. How so, old is Nash? He stayed up the six. whole time. <laughs> but there were other children there as well. It wasn't only mine. Bad um, mom. No, but he he had a blast. He had yeah. so much fun. He was thanking us for letting mm-hmm. him stay up so late. He slept in the next day. He was a golden boy. Just wanted to cuddle with me and watch movies. Exactly. So like, I don't feel bad about that. If you're gonna yeah. stay up late, might as well keep the kids yeah. up late so they. Yeah. Sleep in. <laughs> I mean, if he would have been up at 5.30 or 6, I would have been upset. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he slept in nice and late, and he had the time of his life running around with a bunch of kids he just met as well. So, uh, okay. So, we have a 104. Yes. We have a 3 a.m. <laughs> and we have Janelle at Enter what? Janelle. <laughs> 6 a.m. How do you stay up till? How do you do this? Like, were you, were you on coffee? Like, Honestly, how did you do this? We weren't even doing anything. On coffee. Come on. <laughs> well, like, <laughs> it was the most chill, tame night. I wasn't doing anything wild or crazy. Like, Angie, your, your night sounds like way more extravagant than my <laughs> night. My night consisted of me going to my sister, my sister's house. Uh, their kids were there. We made a bunch of seafood, like mussels, and we did. Um, sushi and scallops and all of that kind of stuff so we ate a really good meal and then we sat around the kitchen table the adults the kids were playing they had some friends over and they were in the living room we made it to midnight the kids went to bed at one See, and other kids were up late. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, uh, I think it was around 1.30 because we were exhausted when we got there after mm. all of the Christmas holidays. And so had my sister and her husband said the exact same thing. So it's 1.30. I'm like, yeah, yeah, Adam, do you want to have one more drink? You know, we'll probably go to bed around two. Well, then my sister just kept coming back with more beer. <laughs> She's like, every time she got up, she was coming back with more beer. And I was like, well, we're staying over at your house. If you are coming back with more beer, that means you don't want to go to bed. Yeah, blow up the air bed. It started getting (laughs) bright outside, basically. And I was like, we should go to bed because we had to go drive to Adam's house, his parents' place the next day for some more visits. (laughs) Oh, how was that? So we went to bed at 6, woke up at 10, and uh, hit the road running. (laughs) 
and powered through the next day? Was yeah. it a late night the next night? I was up until about 11 the next night. Oh, yeah. oh God. Mm-hmm. I was a zombie. Oh, yeah. my. Mm-hmm. And thankfully, Adam drove back. No, I did. <laughs> I did. Wow. One You're day. a rock star. <laughs> One day you'll get some sleep. So can you beat 6 a.m.? Well, you know, we've had a couple people say, uh, you know, like we have a 4.30 here texted in. So, you know what? Some other people were pushing it, pushing it. Mm-hmm. Okay. But not quite the 6. I don't think we have anyone who's beat that I don't think anybody will beat that. Call me if you can. Yeah. <laughs> 750-1100. We weren't able to do it. No. Nope. We, we weren't able to find anyone in the city of Ottawa so far this morning who can confirm that they were up later than Janelle on New Year's Eve. Success! No. <laughs> we had a couple of close contenders. We yeah. had a couple of 5 o'clocks, even a 5.30 creeping into your mm-hmm. territory. I'm surprised. But nobody that beats your 6.02 a.m. bedtime. Yeah, I wouldn't... Uh... New Year's Day. I mean, I wouldn't try it. I wouldn't do it again. No. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not if you want to function the next day, that's for sure. But, like, I, I mean, you said it wasn't even that wild of a night. Like, you were just sitting around and chatting. For me, like, the only way that I'm up that late is if it is a wild night. <laughs> like, if I'm sitting around just chatting, you're going to lose me. I'm yeah. going to start to nod. I'm going to start the head bobs and yeah. the whole thing. I've seen it. But you introduce a game or some kind of game night, like, I mean, you guys have seen me. I'm a little bit competitive. Just a little bit. (laughs) But that comes with, like, my family. My family loves a good game Mm -hmm. night, like, whether we're doing sword fight on the Wii or playing a board game or whatever. But, like, we had a really late night at a friend's place um, over the holidays, and we played a bunch of those games. And God love TikTok for, like, introducing these stupid human games. Yeah. I know, and we, I was seeing them all leading up until uh, Christmas, and I was tagging them and flagging them. I was like, okay, yeah. I gotta go out to the dollar store, and I gotta get myself some red Solo cups. I, yeah. get, like, I yeah. gotta get some balloons. I gotta, like... So I saw a lot of people posting videos of them playing various games at parties. Mm-hmm. Was that the, what game were you playing? Uh, was it tic tac toe with yeah. cups? Yeah. So tic tac toe. So you you basically just take masking tape or whatever, and you tape out your you know your board on the floor though, okay. and then you have two different teams, and it's like relay style. So you have red solo cups and blue solo cups, yeah. and so the first person on your team runs. They put a cup down as if it's your X or your O. The you know, and you're racing the other team. Then you have to come back, tag your partner, and then they have to go and so you're obviously you're trying to together build your your line of like horizontal diagonal whatever and how much liquor did you have uh, a little bit. Yeah. Um, but at one point, like, I don't recommend doing it on uh, laminate flooring. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Because it's, like, so slippery, and we were, like, running at this board. And so my husband <laughs> slipped and, like, almost went through her gas fireplace. <laughs> <gasps> he's a big boy, yeah, too. He's a big boy. So I was like, whoa, slow down. We need, like, we need like those grippy socks. Like, they give you an yeah. extreme trampoline. Yeah. <laughs> we played that game as well. So fun. Um, and we did a kind of a bit of a games night with my family, uh, but that's when you lose me, to be honest. Really? Game nights, like I will play game nights, but I just get drinking too much. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I get too into it, and then I will be like conked out. And what happened was I actually injured myself in a little bit of a game that we play when we're in the hot tub. Oh God! And, <laughs> and in the human petri dish. <laughs> <laughs> so. And this started years ago, but basically we just like challenge each other to see who can go out and do the best and biggest and baddest snow angel for the longest, of course, when you're in the hot tub. Yeah. I tried to initiate this game. Nobody else said they were on board, but I did it anyway. I wonder why. <laughs> I'll go first. 
first. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like getting out of the hot tub and slip. Oh. It actually could have been really, really, really bad. Like, I almost smashed my head on a oh. very big stone. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Yeah, because anything around, like, the mist coming off yeah, the hot tub just makes, like, like a, an ice puddle all or around Or, like, it. somebody getting in and out to go grab another drink or whatever. Yeah. Just your set. And it was cold when we were there. Uh-huh. And so it was very slippery. And I managed to only smash my elbow on the rock. And... <laughs> Instead of your noggin. Okay. This, this is why you don't drink around a hot tub and play bruise. games, Janelle. I have a massive bruise on my arm and a bit of a gash and a cut. Um, oh I still... It's a snow angel injury. I still went and did the snow angel after. Oh, of course you did. <laughs> no, I had to ice the, ice the injury. It was yep. good. Right? Yeah. And nobody got out after me, so I won Shocking. that game. Mm-hmm. I won that game. Yeah, she got hypothermia, but she won. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Well, we Canadians have been trending, and that is over our all out ire, our disbelief, our just all out passion. That they dissed our Celine Dion. How dare they do that? How dare they? So, Rolling Stone magazine, the people who claim to know everything about music, uh, put out their list of what they call the 200. I mean, that's not a small number. We're not talking about a top 10. Mm -hmm. The 200 greatest singers of all time list. And, I mean... There was a lot of things that were questionable, like Michael Jackson getting number 86. Oh, yeah. That seems low. (laughs) Kelly Clarkson barely making it at 194 down Mm. the list. You know, people like Adele at number 22, Beyonce at number eight, Mm because everybody always puts Beyonce on a list. But Celine Dion did not even make the list. This woman has sold millions and millions of albums. Have you like, heard this woman hold a note? Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. Right? <laughs> like, people are like, what? Okay, so just to put it into perspective, number one on the list was Aretha Franklin. Right, yeah. okay. I mean. That's fair. Of course, Whitney Houston mm-hmm. is on the list. Mm-hmm. You're telling me Celine Dion can't run with those ladies? Right? Like, as another power ha- a powerhouse voice? Like, yeah. But apparently on. there's some history here. Like, Rolling Stone somehow is not, like, a super fan of Celine Dion. And, like, over the years, like, they've rated her, like, 2.5 stars out of 5 on different <laughs> oh. things. And Maybe like, at one point in her career she dissed them and they're, maybe. like, trying to get back at her. They never forgot Politics, it. Yeah. yeah. But how do you have a list of 200 singers and she's not even on it? That is wild. Canadians were not having it. We know the truth. <laughs> <laughs> they were going after Rolling Stone. You don't mess with our French Canadians. <laughs> oh, no. So uh, someone who, if you're looking, you know, for some sort of, you know, goal setting or inspiration for like a brand new year, we're only three days in on the calendar here. And, you know, a lot of people like to set resolutions and goals and stuff like that. I mean, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, obviously is someone who has achieved a lot of success in his life, <laughs> not just, you know, professionally, but personally. He's a good yeah. family man mm-hmm. and yeah. You know, obviously, he works out. (laughs) Does he? (laughs) But I thought that he uh, posted something pretty inspirational on Instagram. And it's just like a little tweak on your way of thinking. So it could be anything in your life that you're looking to maybe just improve a little bit. It doesn't have to mean set a resolution, but it could mean your health and fitness goals, your just your well-being, your personal relationships at home. I mean, Stu, you talked about this earlier. Yeah. Whether it's something personal. But... He has a way and a quote that he lives by of looking at this. Here we go. What is it? What is it? The quote goes like this. One day or day one. 
So you think about it, uh, what is that thing that we wanted to accomplish? That thing I'm thinking about, I wanna accomplish it, I think I'm gonna be good at it, or who knows, I think I could make something of this particular thing. Ah, uh, you know what, one day. Ah, uh, I'll do it one day. Okay, that's up to you. Or, day one. This is day one. Oh my God, don't you love that? That makes a lot of sense. Now, if you play it backwards, he's trying to get you to buy his tequila. <laughs> but seriously, like yeah, one good. day, how many times do we say, oh yeah, one day I'll do one that. Day, one day, day. Yeah. Or is it just day one? Yeah. Start yeah. today. I love it. I love it too. And that's what's trending brought to you by the Donnelly Automotive Group. It's time. Are you ready? Word Wars on Move 100. All right, all right, all right. Before we get into the game, I would just want to welcome back everyone. It's Tuesday, January 3rd. Some of you are back at work, and I'm, I'm extremely fortunate to work with two of the most talented broadcasters in the country, one of which I'm going to beat on Word Wars right now. Uh, Janelle, who's made the cuts? <laughs> wow, what an intro. Oh, well then. Um, so we have this morning on the line with us uh, Bruce and uh, Ilona. And I guess we'll let Stu play first this morning oh, thank you very much. with Ilona. Hi, Ilona. How are you? Hi. You ready to win? I am. I hope right. so. All right. Choice of categories, Janelle. Well, thank you to Lucretia Supaneka, who sent me these categories first thing this morning. Um, it is make up for me or make up with my partner. So basically, your first category is all types of makeup that you would put on your face. Second category is the ways you would make up for doing something wrong. In oh, your I know a lot about that. <laughs> Alona, which category would you like? Um, make up for me. Okay, I like that. Uh, three, two, one. When you do something wrong, you immediately say. Do that's the wrong category. Oh. Oh, start um, it over. Let's start over. Hang on. Hang no, on. She, on. Said, she said make up for me is what her she oh, wanted. I thought you, oh, sorry. <laughs> All right. Do oh. over. All right. Uh, three, two, one. You put this and. What are you putting on? Lipstick. Yes, and you're putting this on your cheeks to make your cheeks what? rosy. Yes, and you're putting this uh, above your cheeks. Bronzer. No. What do you uh, What do you see through? Eyes. Eyeliner. Uh, I. No. Eyeshadow. Yes, and uh, this is something you put all over your face. Uh, uh, concealer or. No, you you build the house. You have to build the house Foundation. with this. Yes, and you're gonna put on lip. Thick. No. Gloss. Yes, gloss. Yes. 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 You got gloss. gloss. Wow. Right. I'm actually wow. impressed yeah. with your good job, Sue, in, <laughs> in the you. past with makeup categories. Yeah. yeah. You've learned a few things. Yeah, I have. <laughs> have. I threw my daughter. I'm watching what my daughter's doing. You all put right. this all over your face, and it's a, <laughs> a house is built on a strong <laughs> foundation. Yeah. yeah, very good. All right. So you guys got five. That's a great score. Hang on the line, and we'll see how that holds up. Okay, heading on over to Bruce. Good morning, Bruce. Good morning. Happy New Year to everybody. Happy New Year Hi, to Bruce. you. Good morning, Stu. Sorry for your first loss. Oh, pre- wow. preemptive strike. <laughs> uh, Talk is cheap, Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Bruce, we have to beat five to steal a win. Again, our category, make up with your partner. So, okay. yeah, things thanks. you have to do to make up with someone, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, here we go. These are the two words you I'm say. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, and I what you. If you did wrong to me, I'm going to what you. I'm going to let you? it go, and I'm going to what you. Okay, skip it. What are we doing? Puckering Skipping. up. Yep, and you write a love. Letter. Yeah, and you give them a bouquet of. Flowers. Yes, and you, a bar of, or these like milk, dark. Chocolate. Yeah, uh, and I'm sorry, I made a. Mistake. Yeah, and that's okay, I what you. I love you. No. <laughs> 
I couldn't say that any other way. <laughs> I think we didn't need it, though. We got lucky. Good, good job, Bruce. Nice job, Bruce. Thank you. Sorry for your first loss, but I warned you. He forgives you. Yes, I do. <laughs> All right, what did Bruce win? All right, Bruce, we have got for you a chance to hit the jackpot. We've got a $100 Lotto Max voucher for you to play Lotto 649. Awesome. There's Enjoy. Been a, there's been a lot of winners from Ottawa lately. Oh, yeah, for yeah. real. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle. Today's best variety, Move 100. Hello, boys and girls. We're all back together again. I'll, you know, back to work for some of you. Our kids are still home for a lot of you. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the three of us have reunited because I took the last six week off. I'd like to tell you why I took the last six week off. Uh, six weeks because I had mental health issues and I realized on the evening of November 23rd when I posted on Facebook that I'm taking some time off I jumped the gun didn't tell anybody and uh, caused a lot of people of concern are you sick again what's wrong you have cancer I said no I needed to take time for myself okay and for your family Mm -hmm. yes yeah Uh, the last two years have been really hard especially for everyone but more importantly my kids I thought that my kids could rebound from the cancer and uh, they didn't. So we had a, one of those family. We've never had a big family chat like we had that night. And it was a lot of things were said. There was no hurt feelings. But I realized the problem was me. So I went back to my shrink and I said, I got to fix myself. And it, I, it, I was wrong. I was, you know, I was mad behind the scenes on the show. I was mad on Twitter. I gave up Twitter for six weeks, which was one of the best things I ever did. And um, if you're looking to get rid of mental health, get rid of Twitter. so like you know like you said like the first question from many people was you know assuming it was a physical illness again because we we long know your history not one but two battles with cancer but um it's a very real thing that the mental goes obviously hand in hand with the physical so although we are happy to say it was not a physical illness it is a ptsd mental illness that has accompanied those years yeah yeah and it was hard to accept that you know i admitted to ptsd in the past but i never really approached it head on Mm -hmm. and i like i told you guys when we had uh, breakfast in december late december I didn't really understand it. And going through my, my, my sessions with my psychologist, she's, she's like, here's your problem. You have to deal with it. And she said, you wake up in the morning, you have six spoons. You're going to dedicate, do you really want to dedicate a spoon to, to arguing with people on Twitter? I said, no. Mm-hmm. The spoons that matter the most are my kids. And I've uh, I tried to do my best to repair that relationship the last six weeks. I haven't yelled at my kids once. <laughs> in the last six weeks. So, and that's the thing, like in the, in the sort of, you know, spirit of being totally honest and yeah. transparent, yeah. I mean, you've said this many times that the social media side oh. of you is not always what is the reality of what's no. going on behind the scenes. Yeah. And everyone thinks, you know, your daughter's hilarious, your son is this, whatever. But you're like, you know, behind the scenes, it's a bubbling, boiling over pot and things are about to set on fire in the kitchen, basically. Yeah, yeah. it's, uh, you're 100% right. You know, what I post, I, I'm posting less now about, I'm just posting more fun stuff. Like, I want to get away from the ne- negativity. It really bogged me down last year. Mm-hmm. And you can't let, you can't let that ruin your life, ever. Yeah. And I think it's also important to say that it's like, 
everything's not perfect now. No, no, no. <laughs> it's, no. Always, it's a work in progress, right? Yeah. But at mm-hmm. least you've made those steps to um, already make some significant changes that you've seen because you wouldn't be here right now if, you know, there, there, there weren't those positive changes. Our family had a great Christmas, I, you know, with my in-laws. I went to Montreal to see my mom. Everything was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the kids fight because they're teenagers. Yeah. yeah. But everything's... I, I put the train back on the track, is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, as many people and anyone who has suffered PTSD or has lived with someone who has, knows that a big part of that is an anger. Because yeah. you can't control it. And yeah, and I, have, I so had a that, lot of anger. Yeah, so that yeah. spills over, obviously, into family life because yeah. we take it out on those we love the most. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Just yep. what happens. So, like you said, it was intensive time repairing a relationship with the kids who probably take the brunt of like a lot of parent stress. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. And I, yeah. re- I remembered when I was a kid, I'd get a lot of crap from my parents because my father was going through different jobs and took his anger out on me. Not, not to do it for the sake of doing it, but I was an only child. I had no mm-hmm. brothers or sisters. Yeah, so no was, one else. You had to take it all. Yeah, so yeah. either Stu gets a crap or, I mean, we've repaired. I've repaired the relationship with my mother. My father's now passed away. It's going to be five years, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. But I'm spilling out my life, and I'm, I'm not letting any negativity in my life. Is what I'm trying to say. So mm-hmm. after six weeks, though, you are on a better path, a better yes. road already. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the kids are feeling good about life. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Connie's tolerating you. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> no, it's it's actually been re- I, I've been really good. That's awesome. It's going to be a good on, year. Yeah, yeah. I put on a lot of weight, but uh, that whatever. That, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> you're just jollier now. Because yeah. <laughs> you're dealing with your anger. You're jollier. Yeah. We'll just say that. <laughs> Move mornings with Stuntman Stu. Angie and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? So football fans who tuned in to their usual Monday night football game last night saw something that ended up being pretty darn heartbreaking to watch. So Buffalo Bills were taking on the Cincinnati Bengals and safety DeMar Hamlin, 24 years old, plays for the Buffalo Bills, uh, made a tackle, got up and then fell back down to the turf. Medics ran out uh, and CPR happened on that football field last night for nine minutes That's straight. How long it was nine yeah. minutes. Felt People like an watched. eternity. Exactly, and teammates just some of them sobbing. Just officials not knowing what to do next. Of course, uh, the game was then suspended and postponed. But then it's like, okay, well, what's going to happen? They were able to uh, restart his heart on the field. Um, That's crazy. I know, and get him to obviously hospital. Uh, he was sedated. Apparently, has had a breathing tube put in, um, and he is just listed in critical condition at this point. But something that's happened in the wake of that, and you know, everyone floods to social media, thoughts and prayers, yeah. and praying for his family. Yeah. He is, by all accounts, just a just a wonderful family man and a guy. And he has his own organization. It's a GoFundMe that he started, and it's called the Chasing M's Foundation community toy drive and he started it up for a daycare in the pittsburgh area to get toys for the kids and just more resources for them so his gofundme page entering into that football game last night sat at 2500 bucks okay right now now it sits at 3.3 million dollars oh my god People flooded what? to his GoFundMe last night and started donating in just like solidarity with him and his family. That's incredible. Yeah, yeah. What, what a nice move. Mm-hmm. So, of course, we are all excited about that big game that's going to happen tomorrow. Canada advances semifinals facing our bitter rivals, the U.S., tomorrow in World Juniors. 
in Halifax. It's been quite a thing to watch. Uh, the city of Halifax has had such a great uh, tournament that yeah. they put on there. But there's one guy that has kind of his own following now and never <laughs> expected that it would happen that way. But his name is Nathan Eitzt. And he is the guy dressed head to toe in white, from a white helmet to white White all over his camera, white skates, and he is the cameraman who is on the ice catching all the pretty kind of cool up-close moments. So when they score goals, the celebrations, the sort of, you know, ice stoppages and things like that. This is something that they've done in Europe hockey for like a very long time, but it's new to the World Junior. So now... Nathan, who says he's like a pretty modest guy and doesn't like attention, has now his own following. And people are showing up in the crowd dressed (laughs) all in white. It's so funny. They clap every time he comes out on the ice. Um, So he goes, it's just kind of like something funny that's happened. He's a dad of three. Yeah, Yeah, just a regular guy. Just a regular guy. Probably loving the attention. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He's like, like, my mom is still my biggest fan, (laughs) but it's kind of weird to have fans now. It's kind of neat, but something to be looking for on the ice. And that's what's trending. And it feels good. It's a feel-good moment to kick off your workday. Angie's All the Feels on Move 100. Just wanted to give a real feel-good shout-out to a local family. Many of you may have visited over the course of your holidays because every year they're providing what has become the best West End entertainment around. Oh, big time. Big time. So the Turcotte family, of course, every year has recreated for the past three years these incredible Christmas uh, <laughs> homes. You know, they pick a movie and they go all in on the theme. Yeah. Starting out in 2020 with National Lampoon's Christmas vacation theme all over their front lawn from the trailer to, you know, the the wood panel station wagon. Eddie, yeah. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. and then that was followed up by Home Alone in 2021. This year's theme, of course, was Elf. Like, and what are they going to do next year? Oh, I know. Die Hard. <laughs> I'm on is. them to do Die Hard. I think it is. Really? Yeah. I think it okay. is. Yeah. yeah. And so every year, of course, uh, in doing all of this, and God, like, we were talking about it over the holidays, like, how much like own personal finances go into sure. pulling yeah. this off? They, they had get... a lot of cutouts this year that would have been like yeah. expensive to get done. Yeah, they do have you know people who help out and there's you know donations and things like that, things that they they crowdsource. But it is still a huge time and monetary investment for this family. But with the goal in the end, of course, as you visit the home and scan the QR code there on site or put a little donation in. Uh, it's all to raise money for local causes, such as the Stittsville Food Bank, such as Chio. And so Sean yesterday posted on Twitter that uh, they're done for another year. Their yeah. holiday house has wrapped up. And they wanted to let everybody know that thank you, because over the course of this Christmas season with the Elf House, they were uh, able to bring in more than $25,000 for Chio. Ooh. That's unreal. With, setting, setting up something on your front lawn and raising $25,000, that's mind-blowing. And then when you add that up to the total for the past three years, right. they sit at over $141,000 raised. Huh. That's yeah. incredible. incredible. Yeah. So... Die Hard next year. Is it a Christmas movie? We'll it is see. a Christmas movie. yippee ki <laughs> We'll see it all play out uh, in the West End in Stittsville. Way to go, Turcotte family. That is an incredible result, and we appreciate you. And that's all the feels on Move 100. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle. Ottawa's Move 100. 
We love interacting with you during the show, and we love it when you send us text to 10-0-30. We have a lot of great chats throughout the morning with some... Oh, we do. Do we ever? <laughs> some random people that yeah. text us, and it's always great. But this one made us smile super big when we read this one this morning. Good mornings to Angie and Janelle. It's Aaron here. Just wanted to say that I am super excited to go on my trip that I won through your Password to Paradise contest. Oh. I'm leaving oh. next week. Oh, my gosh. She goes, you guys make my day every day. So you <sighs> may remember when we were in Barbados last April. Yes. Yep. We were giving away those code words and your chance to win your way to Barbados. So Erin won one of those trips and she's leaving next week. Smart girl to hang on to it until the cold weather. Yes. (laughs) Well, and that's the thing when you win these trips is you get to decide when you want to take it. Yeah, it's all up to you. That's the best way to do it. Mm -hmm. Best way to do it. So, I mean, that being said, you know that we're never done. I mean, we kind of come up with new bags of tricks every year. I don't know. Did you guys catch that little thing that we ran not too long ago? Yeah. Keep calm and grab your carry-on. Welcome to paradise. Details coming soon. Move. Okay. I've been away for a long time. I only got back today, but I haven't read any emails because I don't have access yet. Yeah. What the heck's going on? That's all we're allowed to say. What? That's it. Keep calm and wait for more details. <laughs> Just have that zen moment about you, but knowing that... Um, We're giving away hey, trips down south? We didn't say that. Listen, if you want to get fired on your first day back, you do you. <laughs> but there might be a little something up our move sleep. Stuff and Stu, Angie and Janelle. I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Ottawa's Move 100. So we smashed two weather records just last week, the 29th and the 30th. No surprise, we beat the maximum temp. So the 29th was 7.5 degrees. The 30th, we hit 9.8 degrees. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> A great melt. Oh, my um, gosh. But obviously, they're telling us that this likely means the canal will be delayed. Oh. Although, Snow Hill's got a nice little influx <laughs> as we got that winter storm right before Christmas. The year I build my daughter a backyard rink, it, it's, it's yeah, like a swimming pool. Yeah, it's just sitting there. Just- yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing. All the snow that we got, too, yeah. was like... We got torrential rain that also set a record over New Year's. So, um, yeah, but I was looking at this list and they were saying the earliest the canal has ever opened was December 18th. Think about that. Uh, Like way back when. Jeez, that'd be a cold December. It would Mm -hmm. have to be horribly frigid in November for that to freeze that quickly. 1972 and 1981, it was ready by December 18th. No. The latest it's ever opened was February 2nd. That was back in 2002, and it was only open for 35 days that year. I remember that. I remember that, too. The big meltdown. People were like, well, that's it. (laughs) But we'll have to see what happens this year. But they're saying that, like, our January could be much more like a March. Yeah. So, I'm not mad. Yeah. I'm sorry if you want to go on the canal, but yeah. I'm loving it. <laughs> I know. Keep it going, I say.